want to give you welcome as we have uh, gathered on this solemn day uh, to commemorate and to celebrate uh, the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. I welcome those here in the sanctuary and those who are following and worshiping with us online as well. Let me uh, just remind you that uh, this coming Sunday uh, is the Easter Sunday. We'll be celebrating the resurrection of our Lord at the same times of our normal services at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, and all services, as usual, will be live-streamed. And let's prepare our hearts for worship. From Isaiah 53. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. 
And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. We come to you before you, our God, to honor, worship, to adore our Lord Jesus Christ, who hung upon that cross for our sins. We pray that uh, this, this day, that as we worship our God, we pray for the anointing, the blessing of your spirit, that you would speak to the very depths of our souls. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Let's stand and sing together, O sacred head now wounded. scripture reading is taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 16a. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him, and the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, 
See, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold, the man! And the chief priests and the officers saw him. They cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to that law, he ought to die because he has made himself the Son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. He entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me. Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. Therefore he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement in an Aramaic Gabbatham. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. Savior died. May we fall on bed. 
Let us pray. We do come before you, our Lord, in the shadow of the cross. We look upon, we reflect by faith upon our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as he hung there. And we, we tremble before this. We tremble at the mystery what it could be that God, the eternal Son, could take on flesh and then in that flesh hang upon a cross and on that cross to die. This is, this is great mystery that that God the Son could be also uh, the Son of Man, that the Eternal One that in his flesh could, could die. This is great mystery indeed. It is great mystery even more for why this has taken place. We know that it is love. Typically one dies for a friend or one uh, dies because they, uh, they feel that compulsion. They, they need to do it, to, to save someone. And if there was no necessity in this death. There was God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit for all eternity, perfectly one, perfectly together in love. There's no need for creation. There was... God with all of the host of angels. There was no lack of fellowship, no lack of being worshipped. And yet out of mercy that we cannot understand, a love that we cannot plumb the depths of, that you had chosen to send your son to die for your enemies. For that is what we were, with those who had rebelled against you. And our Lord Jesus Christ did not come begrudgingly. He came himself out of love. And he marched resolutely to that cross. At any time he could have gotten out of it, we could have rescued him. And then we ourselves left uh, under the status that we deserved, the status of being under your wrath. Here upon this cross is such wondrous love that we cannot begin to understand. We pray, our Father, that all the more that we would spend our lives doing that, seeking to understand the love of God the Father, God the, uh, the Son, the love of God the Spirit who would enter into us and to sanctify us and to, to give us the faith to believe. Keep us ever reminded of to whom we belong, that we belong to our Lord Jesus Christ, who has proven himself more than worthy of our worship and of our devotion. We give you praise that upon that cross was not defeat, it was not even weakness, that a great victory was being won for us by, by our King. And we praise you, and we worship you, our Lord Jesus Christ, as our great King, in whose name we pray. Amen. Let's stand and sing together the first three verses of Ah, Holy Jesus, How Is Thou Offended?
second reading, we continue in the Gospel of John, beginning with, again, verse 16, uh, the second part. So they took Jesus, and he went out bearing his own cross to the place called the place of a skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side, and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription, put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but rather, This man said, I am King of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture which says, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, Behold your son. And then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there. So they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first, now the other who had been crucified with them. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And again, another scripture says, they will look on him whom they have pierced.
This is the uh, story of John after the crucifixion. I must keep my head. I cannot break down, not now. My Lord gave me responsibility to care for his mother, and I cannot let him down. I'm tired. I've had little sleep. The small bed I had last night shames me. And what I've had to witness weighs me down with grief. I don't know if I can go on. I don't know what to do. But I must take care of Mary. I cannot let my Lord down. Where is Peter? James returned to the house after the arrest. Andrew and Philip have come in. Perhaps the others will come back, shamefacedly like them. We're all ashamed, all grieved, all scared, all in despair. But I cannot give in, not now. With Peter gone, I must show strength. I ran away with the others, though not far. Peter and I were together. We carefully followed the soldiers to the high priest's house. My family has distant connection with his family, and I was able to get us both inside the courtyard. I determined to enter the house, but Peter held back. I've not seen him since. Where is he? Others are slipping back in now. I expect everyone soon, other than Judas. What happened to Judas? Why would he do such a thing? But teacher knew all along. He said at supper that one of us would betray us. Yes, teacher knew. He knew everything that would happen. He had said more than once that he would be betrayed and suffered and be crucified. He was trying to prepare us last night for his departure. What did he say? I must remember. I've got to remember if I am to go on. He talked as if he were going away on a journey. Yes, he, he was going back to his father's house, the temple. No, it could be that. Heaven? Is that what he meant? He said he would come back, but, but how? His responses only confused us more. Inside the high priest's house, I found a corner in the assembly room. It looked like most of the Sanhedrin had gathered. Some were still hurrying in. The meeting must have been planned. I looked at my Lord. He stood calm, far different from the anxiety he had shown in the garden before the arrest. It was that calmness at his arrest that had most bewildered us. Shall I not drink the cup that the Father has given me? He had said to Peter. Those words haunt me now. Obsessed with our own glory, my brother and I had foolishly asked the teacher once to give us the two most honored chairs in his kingdom. And he asked then if we could drink the same cup that he would. And we, the braggards we are, boasted that we could. I kept hidden in that corner as my Lord fended off questions about his disciples Witnesses came forward accusing him of some absurd charge about threatening to tear down the temple, but their testimonies did not square up with each other. 
Some other charges and challenges were thrown about. They were trying to trip teacher up, make him incriminate himself, but he would not speak. I think what aggravated them more was his calmness. He could not be intimidated. Finally, the high priest solemnly charged him to answer the question, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed? The two stared at each other. I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. These dignified leaders lost it then. The room went into an uproar as the verdict of blasphemy was pronounced. They tore their robes. Some went up to him and spat in his face. Some slapped him and mocked him. I kept in my corner. They took him out of the room. I learned that he was to be taken to the procurator's headquarters. I slept out into the courtyard. Peter was not there. Where is he? I would have to watch this horror unfold alone. Alone. He said that he would scatter and that we would scatter and leave him to face his fate alone. But then he would not be alone, he said. His father was with him. Father, I need you now with me. He also said he would send the helper, the Holy Spirit. I, I don't quite understand. He said that he had to go away just so that this helper would come. I would rather have my Lord. What could this helper do? How could he replace our Lord? It was in a court area of the Praetorium that I saw Jesus' mother Mary. His sister and Mary Magdalene were with her. They had heard about the arrest from James. We could not hear what the high priest and delegation were saying to Procurator Pilate. He went inside with Jesus. When he came back out, we could then hear him. He found no guilt. And then he spoke to all of us. You have the custom that I release one prisoner for you at the Passover. I bring out Barabbas and Jesus, your king. Who do you choose? Barabbas. Everyone fears him for the insurrection he led. Even more, they fear him for his reputation as an assassin. Pilate must have been trying to outmaneuver the chief priest. We four called out Jesus. But to our dismay, our voices were drowned out by the call for Barabbas. How could this be? We looked about us and received evil stares. Pilate was clearly unsettled. He took Jesus back in. When they, when they came back out, we were horrified. Our Lord had been scourged. He could barely stand. Blood was dripping down his face from a crown of thorns on his head. He was dressed in a purple robe. The soldiers had made a mockery of him. Crucify him! The whole crowd was shouting. Why had they turned against him? He is your king, Pilate said. We have no king but Caesar. This clearly unnerved Pilate. He turned teacher over to the soldiers for crucifixion. And Mary screamed in horror. We steadied her and led her away from the crowd. 
We tried to lead her home, but she refused. She needed to be with her son. And so we followed the train of soldiers out the city to Golgotha. We took our place near the foot of the cross for every cruel minute. How did this happen? How could my Lord be hanging on a cross? What would happen to us? Jesus told us to expect to be next, that we will be hated and persecuted. Were our enemies searching for us now? What would we say if brought to trial like our Lord? I don't see how I can face crucifixion, not after what I have witnessed. How could the soldiers be so callous? They cast lots for teachers' clothing. And then came the mockery from the chief priests and others about saving himself. What is wrong with everyone? Why such hatred? Is there to be no show of compassion? Woman, behold your son. I looked up at my Lord. He was speaking to us. He looked at me. Behold your mother. The compassion came from the cross, the compassion of a son for his mother. I understood. I promised him then that I would take care of his mother. But can I? Can I even take care of myself? My Lord was gone, crucified as a cursed slave. We few disciples and women are left alone amid enemies. In me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world, he had told us. How could teachers speak of overcoming the world when the world nailed him on a cross? It is Rome that has overcome the world, and our enemies have overcome our Lord. And yet he knew what would happen. How could he see crucifixion and speak of victory? How could he see death and speak of life? But life is what he saw at the end. He had told us, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. The hour has passed. Teacher lies in a tomb. We disciples hide. It is in this hour that I know he wants me to believe that somehow his life, even his death, has not been in vain. It is in this hour that he wants his followers to keep together as one. I must wait for that helper to come. I must wait for the light to overcome the darkness, for life to come out of death. We thank you, our God, that life did come out of this death, that this seed that was planted in the the ground has borne much, much fruit. Our Father, we again must look back to that time on the cross. We thank you for the resoluteness of our Lord Jesus to make that sacrifice for us so that we may have life as his followers. 
In his name we pray. Amen. Let's stand and sing the final hymns of our holy Jesus. unswerving of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you this day and forever. Amen.